mentored by some of the best minds in entrepreneurship in the world, then you're listening to the right podcast, Ditch Digger CEO. We're going to be interviewing CEOs and founders who will be telling their amazing rags to riches stories. These entrepreneurs who dominate the industries they serve will be sharing the secrets to their success. We'll be talking to millionaires and billionaires, many who started with nothing. You're going to be mentored with golden nuggets of shared experiences from my guests, whose time is worth thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars per hour. I started in the paving business right out of high school. And with no college education, mentorship has been my education of choice. I started over 25 companies in the last 20 years, have generated over $1.5 billion in revenues. My guarantee is this. If you listen to Ditch Digger CEO and you want to be more successful, you will become more successful. The secrets of my success and for many of the world's greatest business leaders will be revealed. Let Ditch Digger CEO mentor you. Lee Kirby here with Gary Rabine, Ditch Digger CEO. And Lee, thanks for being here today. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Lee, you know, we, fo- we focus on uh, Ditch Digger CEO, we, people that have, um, that, that have built something from, from, the, from, from nothing, basically, or with a you know, small team and, 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 and a little bit of money to being something spectacular. And uh, your, your name's come up as far as somebody that's done that. And, and, and I, I really, uh, over the last, uh, oh gosh, I've done 63 or four of these episodes, but really focused on more after I ran for governor recently in my state of Illinois. And I really fo- focused more on, on patriots, people that have served our country, that have then gone into um, you know, working hard to, to, to accomplish uh, um, you know, uh, the, the, the blessings of free enterprise, um, something they fought for, like yourself. Um, I also also am interviewing people that you know maybe didn't serve but understand the blessings of free enterprise. So it's it's a Ditch Digger CEO Patriot series. So you're you're like the perfect person for us to interview because your your history is amazing. You as a person that served our country for so doggone long, and then boy, at uh, and then then and then fo- focus on entrepreneurship and business like you have. So thanks for being here, and uh, want to want to get your story from you and tell your tell you tell us your story and tell us how the heck you did it. You betcha. I can start back at the beginning if that works out. That'd be amazing. Appreciate so it. I, I had a great childhood growing up in East Tennessee, farm boy, and I knew that if I was going to get my college, I needed to join the military. So I wanted to serve Tennessee volunteer spirit and all that. So I enlisted in 1976, got out, went into the reserves in 81 and got my commission in 82 and then stayed in the reserves to stay relevant and ready in case there was a need. And Mid-90s, we invaded Haiti, and I got called up for that. And then after 9-11, did six more years on and off active duty to support the war effort there and had, I think, a real fulfilling career, an unusual career compared to most because it went back and forth from reserves to active duty. But I got a chance to see the struggles that a lot of my comrades were having because they would go and get called up and come back and have to restart business. Others that were coming off of active duty when I retired in 2012, the unemployment for veterans was in the 20 high 20% for folks that were prior enlisted and just on a couple tours. So I wanted to do something, continue to serve. And my business partner and I, Jason Oakroy, came up with the idea of Salute because we knew this industry and we knew we could get the training protocols in place to be able to take any veteran, not just technical skilled veterans, but infantry and cooks and truck drivers teach them how to operate in a data center and start careers in the data center industry. And that's when we launched Salute in 2013. So we're almost 10 years old now. 
We've got eight, over 800 employees in 12 countries, and that's growing rapidly. That's awesome. That's so amazing. You saw a problem. You were in the middle of the problem. You saw it, and you said, boy, there's a solution, and, and you're figuring it out in a huge way. And that's exactly what great entrepreneurs do. So that's really cool. And I, I got to tell you, Lee, I, I've, I'm blessed to have some really, really uh, strong leaders in my businesses that some, of, you know, most of, of which we mentored from somewhere in our organization, whether it be from labor or you know, operating equipment to project management or engineering into CEOs and leaders. And uh, just so happens that it's, it's often the, you know, those, the military uh, you know, military um, uh, history that gives a lot of these people their 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 you know leadership skills that they wouldn't have had otherwise. So I mean, I, I I've also I, I've realized that I mean, there's there's definitely been a need, you know, to 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 do exactly what you're doing, but never heard of anybody doing it. So that's really cool. Um, tell me about tell me about uh, how you how you you know really feel feel out what somebody's value is and you know what what their what their interests are, their passions are, and then. How do, you, how do you marry them to a business and, and all that? You bet. And we do try to focus on people who, in our case, want to work with their hands. I'm the only former officer in the, in the company, but uh, I started out enlisted so I can clean your toilet or I can do a strategic plan, whichever you need. That's awesome. We uh, came up with the notion that it doesn't matter what your MOS does, it's what you do to support your primary specialty. So a lot of people think of infantry and they think they'll go out of the military and become a security guard. But to be an infantryman, you have to maintain your equipment. You've got complex communications gear, weapon systems, vehicle. That's what a data center technician does, just on different equipment. They follow procedures and they maintain it on a daily basis. So we took those skills and looked beyond the specialty and realized that we could do that for cooks, for truck drivers, for infantry, for any specialty that people often overlook. And Mark is unskilled when they come out of the military, but they're very skilled. Uh, if you look at my background in the military, I think I had an advantage because I was going through the officer professional development. My writing skills, my communication, my planning was all taught to me in a very structured way and then put into execution and combat. and bring that to the civilian sector and be able to execute accordingly there. And I just think there's so much value to veterans that people overlook. And if you just think of it in commercial terms, thousands of dollars and years put into a person that's coming into the job market is something you should take advantage of. There's an ROI there. Absolutely. I agree. You know, there's there's so much work already done, right? When you look at the, the experience and the uh, the the um, organizational skills and understanding of a, of a team and what leadership looks like and how to respect leadership or challenge leadership, right? And all those things are, are, are things that don't come easily from somebody that just comes out of college or high school, college, or, or another job. So that's really that's that's really amazing. I love it. And you know, how did, how does somebody go about uh, you know you know using your 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 services, your company to to find the right people? You bet. Our our talent is really data center services. So typically our customers are hyperscalers. You hear the big names in the industry and co-location providers who rent out data center space, but they need somebody there on site to be able to take care of the mechanical and the electrical and the IT needs and the security and access. And so we engage with them on a service contract and then we fill our people into the positions to be able to staff that site around the clock. If we have clients that want to do that themselves for their own internal. We don't recruit for them, but I do a lot of consulting with companies to help them understand how to set up transition and training programs. 
so that they can take advantage of the entire, it's something over 200,000 veterans coming off of active duty every year. And if you add in military spouses, you bump that number up another 130, 40,000. That's right. a huge community to take advantage of. And I believe that if you have a good transition and training program, you can turn anybody into what you need as long as you have it defined. Yeah, you know, I, one of our, we've got all of our companies try to do some sort of a boot camp type of thing. And one of our companies, our fastest growing company, or one of our fastest growing companies has, has an amazing boot camp. And, and it just so happens that prior military are the best to go through it, to, to go through and be successful through the boot camp and then and be really well educated in the job. And it's, it's a company called Pipeview America. And these, this, this, it sounds like the type of, type of talent you, you're, you've been around. But it's basically Pipe View America. We put robots underground and we, and we televise the condition of pipe for a on a daily basis, hundreds and hundreds of miles. They've got complex camera systems on these robots. Robots are high-speed robots. And, uh, and they're not easy. You, you need to understand the, the robot, the camera system. You need to understand the, the computer system because one, one person on a two-person team is in a, in a, in a back of a box truck in, a, in an office, a rolling office. The other person's in the field dropping out the, this robot into, into storm sewers all over from, from one to the next. And so it's, it's, it's labor, it's technology, it's project management, right? It's not just like one dimensional, um, like some jobs that we have where you're just, you're, you're a labor, you're shoveling asphalt, you're a labor, you're, you're finishing concrete, right? Um, it's more, a little more complex. And so sure enough, my partner, the CEO of that company, has found that mil military experience has been vital, and and and, and is we're, we're, we're the majority of our our, our employees are military, are, and as well as our leaders in that company. So it's really cool um, because what you're saying is so true. You need a you need a mix of of technology and, and, and you know labor, something to work their hands, um, and then understand you know um, you know processes. You know you, you've got it. So um, yeah, I, I would love I would love to know more about how you know how we can find. You know, more talent. We also have a couple. Of, uh, we have a technology company. Uh, we're hiring programmers and uh, AI programmers and all, all different stuff. And same thing. If we could be hiring military, we we would be blessed to be able to do that. Cool. We do a lot of work at the military sites at transition assistance programs and the education centers, getting the word out to them. And it's a continuous process. I work with a nonprofit called Infrastructure Masons and chair the armed forces community there. And that's a lot of our outreach is just making them aware that there's other opportunities and to look beyond your specialty skill. It's all those supporting skills and the soft skills that you have and understand the opportunities and hoping to increase that every year so that more and more veterans aren't going the route of just working in retail or something that's not as fulfilling, I think, as a good technology career. Absolutely. Yeah, if, you, if you have any any ideas for that? I'd love to love to uh, get get in a conversation with you and our CEO of that company. It's called Sight, and we use we use drones and artificial intelligence to assess the condition. Uh, we're you know we're paving companies, we have roofing uh, doors and docks, we do a lot of stuff for big facilities, and and the, and drones and, and artificial intelligence assess the properties, and our engineers then consult to our customers. Um, but we our programmers are building these these programs on a constant basis. It's really cool. So yeah, there, be happy if there's to chat with him anytime. What's that? I'd be happy to chat with him anytime, share some yeah. stories and see what he's trying to do and give some advice. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, so tell me, tell me, uh, who's your target customer, Lee? And then, and how do you, how do you go after them and, and how do you land them and how have you landed them and grow on your company? 
fortunately, when Jason and I started the company, we'd been in the industry for a while, so we knew quite a few folks, and we market tested the concept with them and said, do you think this would work if I can pull it off? And there was positive reaction. So we go out and we focus on the perfect one is a mid-sized data center co-location provider, which means they have a data center, but they sell it to multiple tenants in chunks. And those tenants then will take care of their own equipment sometimes, or sometimes they want somebody too. So it gives us the ability to provide a service to the co-location provider who is really all about real estate, the building of the data center and the program. And then we're about the operating of the data center. And in partnership, we can work for their clients and make sure that their clients' needs are met by keeping the power and the air conditioning up all the time, by moving equipment around as needed and plugging in servers and increasing network capacity. So you look out there, some of our biggest clients are Edge Connects and Compass, and we just announced CoreScale, and they all share a common vision of let's get the best possible services team in there. And they chose us because of our services, but the secondary effect is they love the veteran and military spouse program. They support that themselves and hire into their own ranks as well. So a veteran may be with us for two, three, four years, and then there's an opening at our client, and they can take that and take a position with the client, we just backfill their position and everybody's happy. Our competitors always try to keep people from taking positions with their clients because they see it as defeating, but we see it as a win because now somebody else is on the inside that knows us and how we operate and we'll continue to grow with the customer. Uh, is there like a uh, recruitment uh, fee for that? Like a headhunter fee, whatever they call that when you when you do that? No, because we have the service contract, we plan that we'll lose about 10% a year to our clients. Uh, it actually runs less than that. But as long as we've got the service contract, we're making our money. We've put them through our training program, introduced them. They've gotten experience. They've driven value for us. And then they'll drive value for us later on because they know how we operate and they're in the client business. I love it. You know, in our businesses, um, you know, we, you know, we also want our teammates all to find their best, you know, the, the, the best place for them to work, the best place for them to perform and be happy. And, and we try to, you know, create those environments in our own businesses and our own departments and our businesses, but it's not always the case, right? That somebody out there that might, might be able to provide something more for them, right? whether it be their passion, passion for a job or higher, higher income or whatever. And, uh, you know, we, we, We've we've had a lot of that where our 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 some of our very good very solid team members went to work for a vendor or a customer or whatever. And I think the biggest thing is that any that any any person should learn is make that transition amazing. Whether you're that person leaving, you're the you're the the company helping that person leave, and 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 they're they're helping fill the the, the void behind them, right? Um, make it make it an amazing experience, and it's a win win win, right? And I think that's what that's what you're you're probably focused on doing, and not many companies think that way. Most companies are are irritated and even even just you know totally pissed, right? <laughs> when somebody leaves them for another job, but again, if you look at the way you look at it, it could be a total win 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 and, and a customer for life. Besides, right? If you, if it's if it's treated really really well, and by the way, if something happens and that person their job doesn't work out. When they leave, uh, you know, uh, with a great transition and fill that void behind them with with a uh, great mentorship to that person that's left behind, man, you know what? You would take that person back also. So there's just no down, no downside to that, really, when you think about it, right? Yeah, exactly. It takes a negative, turns it into a positive. Hundred percent. No, that's I, I agree with you on that, and not not a lot of people do. But boy, that's a great lesson for anybody in the future, right? Um, yeah. So. 
Um, when, when you when you look at uh, your, where, you're, where you're going, I mean, to, to have that many teammates this early in a, in a ten year business life, that's it's amazing. It's awesome, right? Um, where, where are you going to go with this thing? I mean, do you, do you have the talent and the leadership to to, to triple this thing in ten, five years, or what, what's your what's your what, what's your vision when you look at this? Looking forward, I think the next five years will grow as big as we have the last 10 years. We're just continuing to put the pedal to the metal. Our percentages may not be as high, but our dollar value will be increasing because of the customer acquisition. We're currently in 12 countries. We'll probably add another two countries in Europe this fall, and it will continue to expand. We don't have it identified yet, but we are going to have to come up with a solution in Asia. Right now, we're in South America, Europe, and the U.S., but Asia is a big market as well. And we don't go and develop markets. We follow our clients. So listening to our clients where they want us and when they want us will kind of drive our growth and then go there with them and open up in those countries. So I'm pretty excited. I think that we're going to be twice as big as we are in five years, and that's pretty amazing growth. That's that's awesome growth. That's not common. It's that uh, you, you, you've discovered a, you know, a great market. You, you've del- you're delivering an amazing product, and and you deserve to, to continue to grow as much as you can handle it. You know, as much as you can you can find leaders right to take on the responsibility of that growth. And and, it, and being being a military guy, you you got you got a leg up on that compared to most people. I've been blessed. I got such a great team of colleagues at Salute. We just continue to grow and learn and get better every day. And I'm honored just to be associated with them and feel like I'm kind of lucky. Well, so and and uh, when you when you look at uh, you know the, the the direction of our what what where's your office at where's your headquarters? We have our headquarters in Milwaukee. That's where our back office staff are, but we're spread all across the U.S. because we work on site. Okay, and when when you look at the when you look at this country and, and this country that you've you've served so so well, and then you look at the, the free market world that you're you're in now and your you know, customer base and 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 the and the employees that you serve every day today, nowadays, right? Um, do, you, do you see any, are you worried about what you're seeing in, in, in government and in big government that, that could hurt hurt us in, in, in free markets or, um, or, or just uh, society on the whole? As a whole, I always worry about government that they'll put some sort of legislation in place that hampers things and restricts trade. And that, that would be uh, not the way to go. We've got a lot of press that comes out in our industry about the use of energy and see what the government's going to do with that and the restrictions that may be put in place. But we're trying to self-govern and coming together as bodies and coming out with sustainability standards to be more efficient. So I think if we can operate well and we can self-govern ourselves, we don't have to have a lot of legislation because it. I'm I'm a free market guy. It gets in the way. Tell us about your, your family and, and uh you know how many kids you got, and uh, and all that kind of stuff. And if there's any mentorship in your life that you that you look towards uh, and thanking when you when you think about guidance to create the leader that you you've become. And with my family, I think a lot of guidance I get is from them. And my wife and my kids. I've got a wife that's endured me for almost 40 years. I've got three children that are grown and have four grandchildren. So we're in that age of spoiling the grandkids. Right. Love it. That's awesome. Did you say she endured? She's endured you for 40 years. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, well, the life you've led, you know, it's not it's not easy. You gotta have somebody, you gotta have a, a partner that's there with you, right? It takes a patient woman to be a military spouse or a man. And with their partner, in my case, 
six and a half years on orders meant about 10 years uh, for the prep time and everything being apart. So she's very, very patient. That's awesome. Now, now tell me about any mentors in your life that, that have made you the man you are today. So many along the way, If I, starting way back when I was a kid, this my scoutmaster, I was a big boy scout and I, he guided me and helped me along the way, football coach in high school and got into the military and had a variety of leaders that inspired me. And with the way you do leadership and training in the military, I think it's a natural environment to have a lot of great mentors because as you move unit to unit, you meet new people, new styles, same common doctrine, but how they apply it is different. And you learn so much from that kind of diversity. That's awesome. I love it. Chris, uh, you know, Chris used to yeah, like, likes to uh, take the nuggets that he, he pulls out nuggets for success, we call it. And, uh, and uh, Chris, what'd you hear? I heard a lot of good stuff here with Lee. He's, he's an amazing yeah. guy. Oh, man, really. my future. Yeah, very, very inspiring. Um, Mr. Kirby, I, if I can just throw a quick question in there, I, I love the work you're doing to support veterans and, you know, actually uh, help them in arguably the, the most powerful way by offering them, you know, work and opportunities. Um, you, if CEOs or really anyone are, are looking to support veterans, what's what's the number one action they could take to make the biggest impact? I think they need to start from the top down and look at their HR process for how they're going to attract. If they've got a workforce development program in place, then they'll have training programs in place for their entire workforce, but also for the new ads. And they need to think about where their shortages are. If they are having personnel shortages, what skill sets are they looking for and build the program to aug augment acquisition of those skills and training up for them. So I, I do think it's all about workforce development and looking at it in a holistic way. It's not just a one and done, but a continuous process, just like the military does throughout their career to grow and train them. And they'll stay with you if they've got a career plan. That's that's awesome. Um, is there certain industries or skill sets or uh, you know job types that um, should should most kind of look into this? I think the growing industries are where you get the most opportunities. And if you look at our industry, it's been growing every year uh, and it's going to continue because the digital infrastructure supports the digital economy and its appetite seems to be never ending for having more applications online, more information available. So there's going to need to be more data centers from small ones to large ones and everything in between. The telecom industry is another good one. Bio Tech, all of these industries that are growing to support society will be great places for veterans to bring their leadership skills and their discipline and their work ethic. And the smart CEO will realize that they've got a pool of talented, trained resources and capitalize on that, not because of patriotism, but because of capitalism, because you want to get the best resources possible. The patriotism comes second, but the way we work in this capitalist society, you got to have a good deal. Absolutely. Amen. Especially pick up Chris. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so much really inspiring. Um, it really seems like the the veterans of our you know country world are, are an incredibly you know untapped resource. That um, I mean, like you said, Mister Kirby, it's uh, it's not just for patriotism, but it's you know it's a capitalism play that also has a, a patriotism component. So that's. I think that's a really um, incredible insight that a lot of CEOs and, and current and future entrepreneurs could, could benefit from that will help their business and help the country as well. Um, 
you, you mentioned veteran unemployment was 20% in 2012. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we can really make it oh, dent in that number moving forward. It sounds like you guys are doing incredible work towards that. Yeah, I've got some old references to that, but it was a, more like 25% and was for first-termers, folks that had enlisted, gone, done a couple of tours in the desert, came back and then got out. We'd had the economic depression. Uh, we'd had two big surges. So there was a whole bunch of factors leading to that. Then after we got through the unemployment problem, it became one of underemployment. We were hiring veterans that were delivering sandwiches and making coffee and stacking store shelves because they didn't know the opportunities were there. And every veteran can have, if they want a career in this industry, I think can have a career in this industry. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, and you, you currently have over 800 employees in 12 countries, which is an incredible accomplishment. Um, I think that that's a, a testament to the the passion and uh, caring that you have for this, you know, community. And you're planning to double your business in five years, which is, you know, we're, we'll be we'll be rooting for you. And I, I think that might be a conservative estimate. We've outperformed what I estimated in ten years in the beginning, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Where, where can uh, our listeners find out more about you and, and Salute Mission Critical? I'm on LinkedIn and so is Salute. And our website is Salute Mission Critical, all one word, dot com. And that they can see case studies and blogs about people's careers and the human side of it, as well as the global services side of it and what services we do offer. Leon, Leon just south of in, uh, in Illinois, just south of the border of Lake Geneva. Let's get together for, for lunch sometime. I uh, love love to meet you face to face because uh, you're an incredible guy and an incredible incredible American, and I really appreciate you and your service. Um, you know, Ditch Digger CEO Patriot Series that we are today is uh, proud to have a guy like you on, and and uh, and, and loves to see what you're doing to, to to make this country a better place. So, thanks so much for all you're doing, brother, and, and uh, keep keep it up. And I can't wait to see it double in size in three years. Yeah. Appreciate it. We'll talk to y'all soon. Don't be shy to, have, uh, to reach out if you have any questions on veteran stuff. Thank, thank you very much, Lee. And I will be reaching out to you. I appreciate your time. Take care. Till next time. See ya. If you enjoy this show, please share with anyone else you think will find value here. And please go to our website, ditchdiggerceo.com for show notes, links, video clips, and more nuggets of entrepreneurial wisdom. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Ditch Digger CEO. Stop it.